I believe in divine timing. I believe that the right people, information, wisdom, guidance, heck, things arrive when we're ready for them. I believe that owning our own truth unconditionally is the path to not only create a fulfillment, but more wild success and abundance. This isn't only a podcast to help you get strategic and master the position of success. It's a declaration to share the truth. It's a commitment to keep going to make it happen no matter what. It's an activation and invitation for me, for you, and for us to play a bigger game. So my question for you is this, do you really want it? Do you really want to make your dreams come true? Do you really want to become a six-figure coach? Welcome to the Diaries of a Six-Figure Coach podcast. I am your host, Teresa Lambert, and I dare you to get ready to show up, boss up, and make it happen. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Diaries of a Six-Figure Coach podcast. I am back with another fabulous, fabulous, fabulous guest, Martina. And Martina and I met in beautiful Tulum, actually at a girl gang meetup um, around branding, which was so, so cool. And we've since connected a few times. She's a alignment coach and human design expert. She also does somatic work. She's generally just a really cool woman to know. And I really loved and enjoyed the time we spent together and her energy and what she brings to the table. And so we had a conversation and I was like, let's get you on the podcast. Let's have a conversation about life, business, human design, somatic work, traveling. I mean, who knows where this conversation is going to go, but I think you're going to all love her. So Martina, welcome to the pod. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I love that Tulum really attracts uh, a really cool kind of soul. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. what I love too is that there are so many of us here and I've not met one entrepreneur in Tulum who does exactly the same than another entrepreneur. So while there is overlap and while there are similarities and while we all, you know, work from paradise, we all bring such cool, unique vibes and perspectives to what we do, even if it's things like human design. And I would love to know, you know, how did you get into the human design journey? How did you find yourself in Tulum, traveling, doing what you're doing, building your business? Like, just give us a little bit of of a view into your beautiful life. Absolutely. And yeah, I totally agree with you. Like the people that I'm meeting here in Tulum, there is just like this really, really cool alignment. But yeah, so many unique people, like you said. And what I've noticed is one of my core values is like freedom. And I just noticed that a lot of people I connect with, it seems to be like, that's a really common core value here, which is why I think that we're all kind of gravitating to this special place and connecting. That's been beautiful. Um, I started studying human design about two years ago. And for me, it was like a really pivotal moment in my life. So I'll start with a bit of a backstory to how I got there. Um, since high school, I was always interested in fitness. So I just, I loved being in the gym. I liked learning about it. And when I was 15, I decided I wanted to be a personal trainer. And so I went to college for four years, got a degree in that, pursued that field for about eight years. So I was working with clients in person, 
personal training, kinesiology, exercise physiology. And it was great. I enjoyed it. I got to a point where I just felt kind of bored. Like I wasn't growing at the capacity that I wanted to be within my personal life. So for me, like teaching the same exercises over and over, it just got to be repetitive. And I also saw this common theme with my clients that I wasn't fully helping them to the capacity that I could be by providing like exercise routines or nutrition. Like, don't get me wrong. These are really important parts of living a healthy lifestyle, which is what I'm all about. But I was noticing that there was deeper blocks that were holding my clients back. So it's the mindset stuff, but even more than that, almost like childhood traumas, these deep-rooted limiting beliefs and self-sabotage patterns. And I was really driven to get to like the core root cause of that. And I know like why, why that's my passion is in my human design as well, <laughs> which is always funny. So I kind of just verged away. I wasn't really feeling aligned with being a personal trainer anymore. And I had this kind of like identity crisis because I had built my whole, basically in my adult life so far to that point, I identified as a personal trainer. That's who I knew myself to be. And if I were to let go of that identity, I didn't know who I was. And I felt disconnected from my purpose. And I was in like a depressed place, this feeling of purposelessness, which is also one of the shadows that shows up within one of my human design gates. So when I saw that connection later, I'm like, oh, this makes sense. If I don't feel connected to a purpose, I start to question like, why am I here? Mm. And then I found astrology and human design. I just started to read about myself. I had also started like a microdosing journey at this time too. So I feel like it was a really interesting time in my life where I just had this different perspective and I started to self-reflect. And I started to kind of journal and process, you know, why I was doing what I was doing. And I realized I really still wanted to help people, like work with women specifically. And I'm passionate about helping people live like their happiest, healthiest, most fulfilled life. And I just realized that, you know, fitness wasn't all of that. There was the deeper stuff. When I started to get to know myself deeper, I realized this, there's something else going on here. I love this on so many levels. And one thing that really, actually two things that really struck me with what you said. One, you know, you you were obviously living this life and you found yourself, you know, doing what you thought you were passionate about, right? The fitness piece and helping people with fitness and nutrition. And so there was that component of even what you're still doing now already existed, but it just was like, maybe like a, you know, a fraction of the, of what was possible. It's like, you saw a little piece of what you liked, but not the whole puzzle. And like, so many of us, I find we tend to box ourselves into one little bracket. And it's almost like we can't be more than that. We can only be that. And then, you know, the other thing you mentioned around, like, you know, who am I, if I'm not, Matina, the fitness coach, like, who am I if I'm not the personal trainer, right? And, and I really relate to that, because when I went through my career transition as a hotelier, 
and and really working on the fact that I'm not my results. And, and this was my trauma I dealt with that has driven me into burnout again and again and again. And, and is why I'm so passionate about building our businesses in a way that actually nurtures our nervous system. I asked myself this question, like, who am I if I'm not a general manager of a luxury boutique hotel? Like, who am I when I'm not that? Because we associate what you do like what we do with who we are and it's not who we are like what we do should be an extension of who we are not define who we are and so I love that and I love how human design just always has so many explanations (laughs) like it's (laughs) like whenever I dive into my human design I'm like oh but of course oh but of course like it's just like almost like this really cool guidance system that I found that has been so helpful in terms of not just how I build my business, but how I live my life as a like three, five Manny Jen with an emotional authority. And I have a very like, I'm like so like excited to dive into this more, but I have a very interesting design in the fact that like, I'm an emotional authority, but all of my um, centers are defined with the exception of my heart and my head and my ajna. So when I get like a sacral hit, it pushes me into an emotional wave. And then I also get a splenic hit. So I have like multiple centers firing. And for a long time, it was really confusing to figure out when it was actually a yes or when it was actually a no, because it's almost like I have to decide, then ride an emotional wave, and then see if I still have the yes before I pull the trigger. So, so freedom is one of my values. And it's actually also somewhere in my gene keys, like an, an integral part. And so anyways, Sometimes I would make decisions and then I'd move right away and then I really regret it and I have to back paddle and get myself out of it and it would feel really not good. And so when I started to understand why, I was like, one, I have to be more patient, but two, it was almost like, at least now I know, like now I know why I make a decision and I can move in this like regret spiral. And then 24 hours later, I'm like, no, this is actually good. And then when that second hit comes, I'm like solid. Like there is there is certainty, even though like I will never feel 100% certain when I think, only when I feel. And that too for me, like like all these pieces. So tell me more about like, human design and how you use it and how it helped you make these transitions that you're making and how it's supporting your clients, maybe find more alignment and use it to make choices that serve them, whether it's, you know, coming, visiting all of us in Tulum or (laughs) staying where they are and being in a happy place there. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all that too. Wow. And that's actually a really important piece that you touched on, like the decision-making, especially with the emotional definition. I think a lot of people don't realize this because our society can pressure us to make like instant decisions or we're taught to like think about it. And so something that I love about human design is that it teaches us that 
our decisions don't come from our mind, like our logical mind or the pros and cons list or, you know, what's the smartest decision. It all comes from connecting to our body. And so when I started learning about human design, I also started learning about like somatic therapy and nervous system regulation, which is all about getting deeper into your body, becoming a more embodied human. And it was just this beautiful journey of, yeah, really getting to know myself on the deeper level. And when I started to look at my own chart and reflect and just see how accurate it was, I felt like my life made sense. I was like, okay, there's an explanation for why I am this way. I'm crazy. I'm not wrong for being this way. So true. It kind of makes us feel better, doesn't it? Like when you have this like, oh, okay, this makes so much sense. And also, you know, the other thing, as you said that too, one thing that I found, it helps me in communication and it helps me as I help my clients build their businesses. I always like look at their human design and I find out like I'm not, I don't teach human design, but I incorporate it into my business. I even like for my one-to-one clients, I have somebody, you know, do a reading for them and I bring that in and I bring astrology in. So that we're really making sure that how we're building the the business and the business models and and all of that is really in alignment with who they are and what's happening for them and and what they're meant to do in the world. And so I, I feel like it's really important because it helps us in so many aspects. But the communication has been huge for me, like to learn about even how I need to be communicated. Like you said, you know, most of us, like sometimes the world wants us to make a decision instantly. And I can't, I literally can't. And when people push me to make a decision on something, I get really frustrated. So I get in, like I get out of alignment and I never quite knew why. Sometimes I was like, I'm just not ready to make a decision on this. And I can't tell you if it's going to take me 15 minutes or two weeks like like that's the reality and sometimes I write it like I've written emotional waves for years before I was truly able to make a decision and now I'm realizing why and I'm realizing how I can sort of like be compassionate through that process but I get so frustrated when people try to push me to make a decision on something, especially if I'm in like an emotional high or in an emotional, like low quote unquote, like, listen, all emotions are good, but like, it's the only way I can describe it. And sometimes when I'm in an emotional wave and something else comes in, I'm like, I can't right now. <laughs> it's like, I cannot give you an answer, like right now, even on something simple, So for me to even be able to communicate, you know, like to say, look, I can't make decisions like this. I need time to to process and I will get back to you and just trust that I'm going to get back to you. But when people push me and before I was able to communicate that, I almost felt like I was constantly letting people down. Oh, I made decisions that then I regretted. And I'm like, how can I not make simple decisions? And sometimes it's, you know, little things like, you know, do you want to go out tonight? Like, let's go here tonight. You know, I've like, we like, let's do it. Like, and they're like, want a decision. And I'm like, even simple things like that. Sometimes I don't know yet if that's a yes or a no. And I have to feel through it. And so 
you know, learning that was like so big because the stress I would put on my nervous system when I make decisions that are out of alignment by, by rushing and, and, you know, or just going with logically this makes sense or logically this doesn't make sense just costs so much shit to be honest that then I have to deal with the shit. Like, like it's like now I have to clean this up and it's even more work. I hear you. I hear you. And that's, yeah, this is one of my favorite things about, you know, understanding the system and helping others understand themselves better. And what you touched on there, it's really boundaries, right? And so the more we know ourselves, the more we understand like, okay, here's what I need. And we can start to communicate our needs with other people. And this to me really contributes to like the rise in the collective consciousness, which is really why I do everything that I do. So I love that. I love that. So how do you guide people? Like if somebody comes to you, you know, and they're like new to human design, they have no idea. Maybe they're even listening to this and they're like, I have no clue what Martina and Teresa even talk about. Like, what is this emotional authority? What is this guidance system? I mean, I know I've had a few people on here talking about human design and I bring it up. So um, you may or may not know, or you may want to know more. But if somebody new comes to you, you know, a new client and they're like, never been exposed to this like how do you start the, that journey with them and and you know what is that like for them and and yeah just take us into that a little bit mm-hmm. so my four-step process essentially of the coaching that I work with people on is know yourself love yourself trust yourself and be yourself because I really think the most important thing we can do as a soul is to like authentically express our true self but we can't do that unless we really know ourselves. So when I look at someone's chart and yeah, what human design shows us, it's basically incorporating five ancient systems all together into one package. So most people are familiar with astrology and most people, if you ask like, what's your sign? They're going to tell you their sun sign, right? So my sun sign is a Scorpio, but there's also a whole other chart. That's just the sun placement. There's our moon, our rising, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Pluto, all the other planet placements. And those are just astrology signs. So human design uses all of those as well as the chakra system. And in human design, these are known as energy centers, but there's actually nine of them. And then we've also got the I Ching, the Kabbalah, which is rooted in sacred geometry. We've got quantum physics. It's really complex. And it gives us such a blueprint of kind of like why our soul came here. So we'll see when we look at charts, there's going to be gates on one side that are defined in black. And these are your conscious gates. So these are going to be energies that you're more consciously aware of in yourself. And maybe you trust more. And you've also got unconscious gates. So it's just really interesting to see like how these energies all play out in our life. And when we can kind of map it all out and make sense of why we are the way we are it liberates us to be ourselves more. And for me, it actually started to help me to love myself more because I was somebody who always tried to fit in. I always felt like I wanted to be accepted. I have this like deep rooted acceptance wound from when I was five years old. And so it's almost like I wasn't being my true self. I was like morphing myself into what I thought I should be based on those around me. 
and learning this, it just gave me that freedom to be like, actually, I'm different. And so is someone else. So for a long time as well, I felt like my family was trying to make me be like they were, like they had their own ways. And I just kind of felt like I didn't quite fit in there. So I always felt like I was wrong for doing things my own unique way. So it also helped me to understand like my family members, my friends, and just accept them for who they are. And that's another thing I love about human design. It not only liberates ourselves, but it also helps us to stop projecting our own ways onto other people because we can realize like, okay, this is me and this is how I operate. And this is you and this is how you operate. So I'm not going to try and force you to make an instant decision just because that's how I operate. I'm going to understand like, okay, you're going to need some time for this and I'm going to allow you that time and space. And I don't expect you to explain yourself. If you're like, I'm just not feeling it. I'm like, okay, I understand you. Ugh. It's like, makes my like soul, you know, like sing and flutter. Like when I listen to you, because it's so like, so many things of what you said, I think are so vital for how we're able to show up in the world as ourselves. And, you know, I think especially at the heart of it, like to be able to love ourselves through, you know, all of it and truly love ourselves unconditional and return to like, I believe like we all ultimately love and light. So we are the love, like we, we are on a journey to be love in this world, like energetically and we're here in human form and, and we're souls and we're all connected, all one. And so the more we understand ourselves and how we show up and the more we understand how other people show up and the more we can express that the better we can actually work together and collaborate and co-create together because like you said like for me to be able to say hey Martina like even if we you know let's say you and I are like let's meet up go to Palmer Central on Tuesday and then on Tuesday morning I wake up and I'm like I really don't feel like going anywhere today like I feel like you know, being like on my own or nurturing or whatever it is to be able to say, hey, Martina, I know we said we're going to go out, but I feel like I need the night to just be on my own and to have, you know, somebody like you then respond and being like, I get it. No problem. You know, rather than be like, why? What's coming up for you? Like, because oftentimes nothing's come up. I just don't feel like it. Yeah. And so I love that. And, you know, the acceptance piece, I think this is going to resonate to so, to so many people listening, because I think oftentimes we make ourselves wrong for it. You know, I know I would make myself wrong for it and be like, but I've committed to this. And, you know, I'm known, like, I am known to be one of the most like reliable people. Like if you have me in your life, whether, you know, as a friend or a coach or anything, like I am very reliable, but I've also had to rewrite the story for myself that being reliable doesn't mean that I can't change my mind. Being reliable doesn't mean that I am putting my needs aside for other people's needs, right? Like being reliable also means being true to myself, being reliable for myself 
And I had to learn to love myself to be actually able to do that and to stop projecting and to start accepting. And that was so huge. And I feel like it's really been helpful on my business journey. So I'm curious how that's helped you as you were building your business to have all these pieces, because I know for me, that was huge, huge. It is huge. Absolutely. I hear you. So yeah, human design has really helped me in business. As a generator, the strategy is to respond. And so learning this was really helpful because a lot of times we're taught to maybe reach out to potential clients, which may not always feel in alignment. I know for me, sometimes I was like, ah, that just doesn't feel good. I would rather, you know, create a piece of content when I was feeling in a good place, like sharing from that good energy. And then people are going to respond to me and reach out to me. So for me, I love that because it helps me to feel, yeah, more aligned. You know, I don't want to be chasing people down to be like, hey, do you want to work with me? I'd rather just like, be in my flow and like know that I'm taking care of my energy. And when I do that, that energy is going to radiate out to impact others and people are going to be magnetized to me. And that has been my experience so far. I'm also a sacral authority. So I have an open emotional center. And this means that I can make decisions kind of in the moment based on what I feel excited about. So learning this was really helpful for me too, because it helps me to you know, be guided to the opportunities that are right for me and to avoid frustration in my life as well. Um, something that I used to do a lot was overextend myself. Or I would say yes, and I didn't really feel like it because I thought, well, this is going to make someone else happy. This is a common theme that I see. It can be common in really anyone, but I find especially generator, manifesting generators, even emotional or sorry, open emotional people as well, because for me, with an open emotional center, I'm going to feel other people's emotions. And so if I'm feeling that someone's unhappy, I don't want to be the cause of that, right? So I'm like, okay, like, what can I do to make it better? Like, I'd rather make that person happy. And that could result in me self-sacrificing, which has put me through burnout many times. So this has all been such a learning experience learning where I need to set my own boundaries and just honor my sacral authority. When I tune into my body and I feel excited, like I feel like my posture opens up and I'm like, oh, I have energy and excitement for this. I know that it's for me. And if something's a no, it's going to feel either like just kind of, I know my body, there's like no excitement. There's no energy there for, there for it. And that's where in the past I would catch myself being like, uh, okay, sure. Like, yeah, let's do it. Even when I didn't really feel like it. I love this. In some ways, like the human design really helps us play bigger in life and in business, you know, because it allows us to make these decisions and, and move with our energy and tap into our body and like what we innately know. And you can just like be like, yes, yes, no, yes, no, yes. And when you learn to trust it, it's like, okay, this is working. And like, I mean, there's so many, you know, other layers to it, but I love that you mentioned that. And it hits home for me always too, that you know, we're all unique and we all have different ways in which we show up. And so our businesses and the way we show up and the way we build our businesses get to be that too. And that's why there is no 
golden bullet strategy. Like it, it just doesn't work that way. It's like, I'm always like, I really hate to tell you this, but like, you know, I'm always like, there is no do these five steps and, and in one week, you know, you're going to be having 10 K months on repeat. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. work that way. You know, it might feel like it does. And something that one person does may work for you if it's in alignment, right? With that. So you can even with that, use it as this really cool guidance system, which is I what I love. So I love that you shared that and how it's working for you. Um, so I know people listening will be like, how can I get more of this? How can I learn more from Martina? You know, you have such a beautiful way of explaining human design. I love how you really using the the like even explain the complexity of it that it's not just like one layer that we're looking at and and you know I want to know more myself but where can people go where can they find you let us know about that absolutely so connect with me on Instagram I try to post daily stories there and yeah I'm actually working on more of like a human design series in terms of video explanations because yeah, I know that a lot of people are hearing about it and hearing how wonderful and amazing it is to enhance basically every area of your life. So you can also find me on YouTube as well. I'm just starting there, but I'm going to be sharing some more like longer form video content on that platform. And if you would like a free mini reading, I'm available for those as well. So the full readings that I do, they're going to vary between like 90 minutes to three hours sometimes like really long sometimes I break it up and do two sessions because it can be a lot of information to learn about yourself in one sitting if you're brand new to it this is where kind of just like dipping your toes in with the free 15 minute can be really helpful um yeah I love it as like a tool to just get to know yourself on a deeper level you know you can go about go about life with more ease and flow less resistance, less burnout, just like what your soul is here to do. I love this. I love this. And all the links to find Martina in the show notes too. So if you're like, she said this so fast, how am I going to get it? Just check out the show notes and you can just click the links. Um, Definitely follow her on her Instagram. I love being on her Instagram and I love checking out more of what you have coming to and your YouTube channel. Um, This podcast is on YouTube too. So for those of you listening um, on another platform, you can also see this beautiful soul beaming in her beautiful energy by watching this episode again. And I feel like it'll also... I don't know, like there's something when we see people in the element, when we see people sharing visually that I find almost deepens what, what is being said. And oftentimes, you know, our, our energy listens differently. It's, it's, you know, our, our ego speaks in words. And so understanding that the soul is the energy and the flow. And when we see things, when we see movement, when you see body language, Mm, there's a bit of a different thing. So, so I would encourage you to watch this episode and, and check out Martina's Instagram because what you will feel from it and how information lands with you will feel different visually than it does when you just hear it. Um, And that's something that, you know, I find 
always very curious. Anyways, Magina, I could like talk to you for like hours about human design and all the things. Um, so I am so blessed that uh, I happen to have you in my life and, and I, you know, get to be in your beautiful energy and have these conversations more often. But thank you so much for being on the podcast. I loved having you. And I know my listeners will be so thrilled. Is there anything else that like you wanted to share or a piece of wisdom that you want to give them on their way before we wrap this episode? Mm, yeah, thank you so much for all of this. Um, the last thing I want to share basically is just remember who you are. Remember who the fuck you are. That's it. Like, <laughs> if you can do that and just be your true self, you're doing it right. I love that. Remember who the fuck you are. That is like, yes, yes. And you and I are about to go into the weekend. So I am definitely going to be taking this into the weekend with me again. Martina, thank you so, 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 so much. You're such a beautiful soul and the world's blessed that you're doing this work. So thank you. Thanks for everyone listening. And we'll be back again next week with more juice on the Diaries of a Six Figure Coach podcast. That's a wrap for another episode of the Diaries of a Six Figure Coach podcast. I am your host, Teresa Lambert, and I want you to know that if I can do it, so can you. Do you want to get your hands on more tools, strategies, and insights to help you become a six-figure coach? Come join my online community on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching, drop into my DMs to say hi, and don't forget to follow and subscribe to get notified when the next episode drops. Gratitude always for each and every single one of you. Here's to showing up, bossing up and making it happen.